When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Welcome back, folks. We are here at the New Orleans Chamber Annual Meeting. It's the passing of the baton of the chairman of the board of the, the chairman. The uh, has-been chairman, Todd Mathern. <laughs> the incoming chairman, Rod Teamer, uh, senior, I think it is. And... Um, we had a lot of fun talking to both of those gentlemen. Uh, we're now going to visit with David Piscola, the general manager of the Hilton and a new chamber board member as well. David, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me back. So I picked up on David's New York accent. I just asked him, I said, David, are you from here? He said, no, I'm not from here. I'm from, from the New York area. I've been here about six years, but I married a girl from New Orleans. And my immediate response to David was, well, then you're stuck. <laughs> you're here. And, and, you're no done. doubt. Absolutely. <laughs> We're here for the long haul now. Right. So how's it been, Dave? It, it, it's a great city. It, it's a city that um, welcomes you with open arms. And I think uh, as a new uh, transplant, you've just got to decide, am I, I going to hug back? And if you hug back, then the city is, is going to be a lifelong uh, love affair, quite frankly. Well, whether you realize it or not, you're a New Orleanian now. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. We, we, we have so many friends and family that are, are already built in when we moved here six years ago. It really was yeah. a little bit like coming home. And I, and I know people don't uh, always, always recognize it, but there's a lot of similarities between New York, where I'm from, yeah. uh, in the Bronx, and New Orleans. And when I was courting my wife way back in the day, we came down here, and I pulled her aside. She, I was meeting all of her friends, and I said, Lisa, why do all your friends talk with a Brooklyn accent? And she looked at me like I was crazy. And, of course, y'all down here in New Orleans speak a little bit with, like, yeah. a Brooklyn accent. And what it is, it's a very similar city, major port town, waves right. of immigration. You had right. Germans, Italians, and uh, Irish that came in. Same thing in New York. So right. culturally, there's a lot of similarities. Absolutely. It's been a good Absolutely. fit. A lot of folks mistake that I'm from Brooklyn <laughs> sometimes. Um, what was it like? I mean, you know as well as I, this is an iconic hotel here in, yeah. in New Orleans, although it's yeah. not one of the old, old line hotels. But it was one that was transformative for the riverfront yeah. in so many different ways. Yeah. And then this, it was uh, not that big, and then it got bigger, and then the footprint expanded, and, and it is what it is today. Yeah, I, I think, and maybe you know, some of the old timers might remember it, but you know, we were built in 77, and, mm -hmm. and our founder... Uh, our founder's son, uh, Baron Hilton, was very devoted to this town. He had built a, a, a weird and strong connection to New Orleans. And what was here along the warehouse district and along the riverfront was really a lot of abandoned warehouses and a lot mm -hmm. of uh, railroad tracks that were no longer really being used. And that was due to the containerization of the port, right. that you had these really great, solid, uh, stevedore, middle-class, hard-working jobs that were good-paying all, all along the Irish Channel. And those, those jobs really disappeared when uh, containerization happened. And so uh, Barron said, 
you know, build it and they will come. We can transform the economy of the city by building a hotel, what was not in a great part of town, quite frankly, no, at the time. No. And, and sure enough, it did. It did transform. So, yeah, in, in 1984, we expanded again, built the second portion of the building. Of course, immediately, we were strong partners on building the convention center, phase one, right. two, three. And now the next stages of what that is. You know, we had the first uh, riverboat casino here in, in the city, the second license in uh, the state. That license eventually transitioned over which is into what is now Harris. And so I, I, I think we've always been, uh, uh, we've always viewed our, our role in the community as being supportive of the community. So yes, business is good, and, and we want to do good business, but, the, but the, we also want to do good in the community. And no, so that's, that's, that's our DNA. I'm so glad that you know the history, because a lot of people, you know, lose sight of how much this hotel actually transformed yeah. this end of Poitras. Yeah. And, and, and it's funny, you know, using that history kind of as a touchstone was how we came out of COVID, quite frankly. And we, we, we recognized that, you know, COVID was just, you know, uh, a disaster, quite frankly. To put it light. Yeah, we're, we're the largest <laughs> hotel in the city, largest hotel in the state, largest hotel in about five states surrounding, surrounding us. Major convention hotel. And what disappeared immediately overnight was, it was conventions, right? Yeah. And so, of course, we, we laid off, you know, the exact number in our, our warn letter, which is a letter we have to give to the state when you're doing a mass layoff, was 666 was the number of team members. And I, I argue with my HR director, can't we make it like a different number, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> one less or one more? Yeah. But, you know, it, we, 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 as, as we sit here as, as a, a very much smaller and leaner team in those first few weeks when the hotel was closed is what is our mission? And our mission was to get our people back to work. It wasn't about how do we make more money? How do we send a bigger check to Mr. Hilton? It wasn't about that. It was, it was literally about our people are what matter to us. Mm -hmm. And so let's use our history as, as our, our, our guiding light. And that's what we did. We brought people back before we needed them. We brought people back before, uh, quite frankly, we should have. Um, uh, but it, it's worked out in the long run. We have team members that have been here. Well, we, or we've been open 47 years. We have team members that have been here 47 years. I know. Years. I've met, I've met yeah, them. Yeah. And, um, and they would never go anywhere else. No. And so we need to value that, that, that relationship that we've built. Re really, and I don't know if I told you, but my wife actually worked here. Oh, really? Uh, she, she got her hotel career here. She used to be working at, the, um, at Audubon. Uh, over at the so aquarium. she was a, of the right brand too for yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And so she worked here for a little bit. And so I, when we came back, all of her friends, really lifelong friends that she's met, uh, a lot of them were still working here. Right. And so you can't leave your family members hanging like that. And no, so no. that was our mission. And we, like I said, we used we used Barron's thought process of build it and they will come. And so we were blessed that they really, came back. It bode well for y'all as we began to come out of the. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I, sometimes it's better to be lucky than smart. I, I don't think our, our, again, our mission was to, you know, build quickly so we can get business back. It was literally get, get our family back together. Um, but that did work out from a business perspective. As business came rushing back, we were prepared to handle it. And, and not every property was. Some properties still are, are, are struggling a little bit. Um, but we were able to lean into the business that we saw. Some of it was in 2020. Some of it is strong in 2021 and certainly in 2022 as we look at 2023 hey, we're still not back to, to normal as as an industry we're still a little bit uh shy of where we where we where we want to be so we're probably about three percent off of 2019 but the only way we were able to lean into the demand that's there was to have people right that's it's our greatest asset so 
when you look at the industry today from you know let's just say operationally and financially is is the way that y'all viewed stability different now post-pandemic as opposed to pre-pandemic I, I think resiliency has become something that we're really working on, and and, and that's it's, it's a number of things, and, and, and it may be uh, strange, but one, one of the things we did uh, pre-COVID was we offshored some of our work, some of our services, payroll, um, accounting, um, we're in other countries, and sure enough, when you go through a major pandemic like this, you realize, okay, they don't have the infrastructure to handle this those offices are now closed. Like we yeah. can't tap into that. So, you know, how do we bring some of that back on shore? How do we look to uh, having to, you know, having backup to that? Some redundancy. Some redundancy, yeah. yeah. And, and frankly, we, we also went through that same time period, number of strong hurricanes here, Hurricane Laura, Hurricane Ida, Hurricane Zeta. And we're right now in, in the process of uh, uh, making our building more resilient. I mean, we, we've, we've successfully gone through a number of hurricanes, Hurricane Katrina, being the biggest where we had about 3,000 people in the building yeah. during the storm. But we're looking at making the building uh, basically be an island amongst that storm, being able to operate fully and function um, uh, with our own power, heat, water, everything. Um, uh, in case that ever happens. Well, if you again. do that, they will come. Because yeah, this oh, has oh, always yeah. been one of the favorite well, locations in the event of a storm. Right? And, and I'll say the way we look at it is, you know, Again, I, I don't want to oversell it, but the community is important to us. Yes, absolutely. And, and, and so what do we need to have in the building is, is really the first responders. And so we want to be able to take care of the first responders so they have a place to shower and, and, and whatnot so they can get out and do the work they need to do to yeah. get the city back on its feet. And so, you know, during Ida, we had about, oh, about 1,200 workers from Entergy here. And believe me, you see the way how hard these guys are working. Twelve-hour days, coming back covered in mud and muck, as they're as they're restoring the community. And our part in that is taking care of them. And yeah. so we want to make sure the building can function. And, and to without do that. it, it doesn't come back. That's exactly right. Exactly yeah, right. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. You are now part of the chairman's council of uh, the chamber, and um, that's a small group of folks yeah. um, that uh, obviously have a lot to give and the willingness to give. Uh, tell us about your experience there. Uh, so far, it's, it's been absolutely phenomenal. You know, uh, what, what I think you, you get as, as a member of this particular uh, council is, is access to a lot of like-minded business individuals. And I think, you know, th this town in particular is relationship-based, right? And so yeah. I don't know who I'm going to need to tap into for, for help, guidance, support, mentorship, uh, you know, a shoulder to cry on. And so you've got these great leaders from a diverse set of businesses. You've got corporate people such as myself. Uh, you've got people legal. You've got people entrepreneurial, mom and pop, the whole gamut of businesses with a, a diverse experience. And so I'm looking forward to being able to tap into that experience and build uh, more deep relationships with these individuals. Yeah. And, and it's all about, uh, as uh, Todd Mathern uh, was, was uh, pointed out, about how did he uh, define it? Oh, productive networking. Yeah. You know, networking yeah. is one thing, yeah. but having it be productive absolutely. where it actually leads us to something. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, 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 and I think that's what's great about this group. You know, we're, we're going to host about 75 different networking events, and they're cordial and they're friendly, but it's with the right group of people. And, uh, you know, the chamber uh, sets those functions up in such a way that they, they encourage, uh, like you say, positive and uh, positive networking that that you get something out of it. Um, and you guys have uh, I know you all most recently met with the new police chief. We did. 
We did. Yeah, we, we, we first met, you know, this past couple of meetings, um, and, and it's great the way the chamber really gives us a seat at the table and, and a voice to meet with important people to help create and foster a positive business environment for the city, an, an environment that, that um, businesses can thrive in. But, you know, um, what's interesting, you know, the chamber is obviously a, a business uh, organization. Right. But the reality is business isn't successful if the city's not successful. No. So right. we, we really look at just not how do we make the environment better for my business and, you know, make more profit. That, that's fantastic. But it's also, hey, we live here too. You know, we're, we're members of this community. How do we make the community more robust, strong? How do we make sure the city thrives? When the city's thriving, then my business can thrive. It doesn't matter if my business is thriving and the city isn't doing what it needs to do. So, you know, the past couple of meetings, we concentrated on the criminal justice system. And so uh, we had Rafael Goyanecki from the Metropolitan Crime Commission come out and we, we reviewed uh, a lot of data that they were about to release really around the DA's office and, and mm -hmm. you know, that side of the criminal justice system, giving us an education as business leaders of you know, how that portion was working. And then, yeah, we had great access to the new chief, um, uh, Ann Kirkpatrick, you know, and she's an outsider uh, coming in with new ideas, new thoughts, um, a, a, a really uh, experienced individual. Um, and she really explained to us what her vision is for the department. I, I, I'll say I'm cautiously optimistic. You know, I think we all are looking forward to her success. Her success is our success. It's our success, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. We need her to succeed. A absolutely, one hundred percent. Again, if 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 the criminal justice system of the city of New Orleans doesn't function well, my business isn't going to function well. Right. You know, my, my community's not going to function well. My team members aren't going to be safe. My guests aren't going to be safe. So what she does is really important, and we're absolutely going to lean into as much help as we can as a business community to give to her. You know, it's interesting when I think through this, um, the hotel industry is probably more intrinsically linked to every single city service that's out there than yeah. almost any other industry. Yeah. I, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a little funny. When I, when I first got here and, and, and getting my feet wet, it was early 2018, and we had a cold snap in the January, and uh, we had a bunch what, what of what we call a cold snap. Yeah, no, but it, but it was actually really cold. So uh, it was in the 20s, um, which is you know unusual for this town, right. and we had a lot of water pressure problems. Yep. And um, uh, you know we have to have these boil water advisories, and so as a business, you know, with th maybe 3,000 people in it, and all of a sudden the water's not potable, you have to have a plan. So we developed robust uh, uh, standard operating procedures for around that. And at one point, um, I was talking to my boss when it happened again, and we went through a boil water advisory. Uh, and, he, and he said, you're getting too good at this. Like, you're getting too good at fixing these problems. And I said, honestly, we need to work with the city to fix that side of the problem. Yeah. So, you know, you really need to be engaged as a leader in the hotel community, not just simply in your building and just look at, you know, intrinsically, you got to look outside and say, how can I help? How can I help the city? How can I help my peers? How can I help other businesses? How can I help the community? Just let's pivot a little bit um, back to your facility here. You guys have gone through a, kind of a major renovation phase. Yeah, you know, um, so, so we turned 45 a couple of years ago, and that's a great milestone. And, and, and it's great to have uh, this long history of hosting, oh, you know, I, I, countless numbers of uh, citywide conventions, associations, meetings, uh, Mardi Gras galas, yes. you, know, uh, you know, on and on and on. It's fantastic. But you got to keep your product up, right? right. And so it, before COVID, 
we started what's known as a master plan, where you don't just simply come in and do like for like, but you say, are we using the asset fully the way it should be now? As a 45-year-old asset, times change, so are right. we using it properly? So we started that process, and of course COVID hit, right? And so that delayed us a bit, yeah. but we're back on track. So we, we've, we've renovated, fully renovated, what's known as the Riverside portion, which is the new portion of the building right. built in 84. So that's completely renovated. Actually, right now, today, they're working on the main tower. Um, and uh, my, my leadership is coming out next week, and we're gonna review our master plans for function space, restaurants, uh, lobby, uh, front desk, et cetera, as we continue that process. We've really got to keep up with the times, and, and we're looking forward to getting a major investment. I'll, I'll say, our, 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 our hotel is owned by Park Hotel and Resorts. It, mm -hmm. It's a big, second largest real estate investment trust, hotel and real estate investment trust in the, in the, in the world. They only invest money in cities that they feel confident in. Right. And so the fact that they're majoring, making a major investment, you know, our, our hotel is 1,622 rooms, so nothing we do here is cheap because it's so big. Yeah. And, and so they're making a major financial uh, investment into our community because they believe in the city of New Orleans. Yeah, and then you, you look at supply costs that have gone up since yeah. 2019 yep. when y'all embarked on this yep. in, in the first place. I'm sure that was a, a budget buster, right? You know, a, a, a little bit. A, again, I think um, uh, clearly construction costs have gone up significantly. Yeah. You know, there's, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's, there's no question. Um, you know, again, the, our, our owners are going to expect a return on that investment, yeah, absolutely. right? That's and, and so, what it's all about. Absolutely. And so that they feel confident in doing it here because of the and robustness a, that's of the city. That's a good thing. Yeah. Right? I yeah. mean, for the city. I, I, you know, absolutely. You you know, know, and I'm glad you brought it up because I've really not heard that. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. and, and again, connecting the dots. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't want to put us in juxtaposition with other cities, but there's been some other cities where, specifically, my 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 ownership group have pulled out of. Yeah. Because they've really felt that that city ultimately is not going to recover to what they need to get a return on yeah. their investment, and 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 you know we can dance around. And uh, it may and change. You never yeah, know. Yeah, right? absolutely. And, and I think with with the, with the when they were looking at some of these other cities, they said, the runway is too long. And right. so we, we're yeah. better off spending that money somewhere else. And New Orleans is one of the cities they've chose to invest in. How important has the new airport been for you? I, I, I think it's game changing. A absolutely. I mean, it, it's it's consistently ranked one of the, the number one uh, uh, best mid-sized airports. Um, lift capacity is important. Um, right. And, you know, I, I think anyone that uh, traveled through the old airport knew it, it needed work, right? Right, yeah. You know, uh, uh, travelers uh, can be real choosy with their dollars. They could, they could decide to go wherever they, you know, whether it be Nashville and Austin, wherever. They can go anywhere they want. And so they want to be in places that are investing into their, their properties. And so I know you had Michael Zawire from the convention center on before me. Yeah. That major investment in the convention center is super important to, to me as well. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, the convention center is, you know, I, I could long, a long golf golf swing from here yeah um uh and so it's important that that asset is taken care of and well hopefully in. no top golf golf balls are hitting the <laughs> <a> new facility <laughs> <laughs> not yet but hopefully soon hopefully soon yeah i mean i it's just it's it's incredible that you know and when you think about all of this and, and as mike and i talked about this briefly about the tide rising for all yeah yeah and a lot of times we don't make those connections how right. your spend helps theirs their Absolutely. spend helps you and Absolutely. helps somebody else and, yeah, yeah when, when, when a when a convention is deciding to come into town and there's something new i think top golf is going to be a great addition quite frankly um uh, you know for a corporate customer that wants to come in and you know 
drive some balls and have doesn't some cocktails. Doesn't have and, time to go play right, 18 it, holes, it, right? Exactly. And, it, and it's really an event space in yeah. many respects. Yeah, and, and I think that the, the whole upriver development, the new river district, is going to be transformative for the city. And, and that's only going to help me, right? And, mm -hmm. and so, uh, uh, again, the, the, the thriving of the community means a thriving business. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, congratulations uh, uh, to you and uh, your hotel, everything that, that y'all have done down here. As I said, I've always thought it was transformative in so many different ways. Yeah, thank and, you. Um, I hope you're happy here because you're stuck here, my friend, <laughs> if you married a girl for the world. I'll be honest. We absolutely love it. It's a phenomenal town. Really enjoying it. We laugh about that all the time, man. If you marry a girl from down here, you're not getting you're, far you're, north you're, you're of the I-10, I-12 car. <laughs> But it, you know what? I am a-okay with that. Absolutely. There you go. Yeah. All right, David Pistola, thank you so, thank much. You so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, man. We'll be right back, folks. 504-260-1870 on the Oakenheart Jewelers Talk and Text Line. Stay with us. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event now get zero percent apr or up to 1500 bonus cash on the hyundai tucson now during the hyundai getaway sales event offers end soon call 562-314-4603 for details Welcome back, folks. We are at the New Orleans Chamber annual meeting, the 2023 meeting. And uh, joining us now is Devon Barber, uh, president and CEO of the Downtown Development District. Welcome. Thank you so much, Newell. It's the first time I get to meet you in person. We have talked on the show, uh, you know, because you call in and we don't do the studio stuff as much anymore. And it's really great to see you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Absolutely. Now, you come to the city we we're just talking about this you have experience in baltimore miami orlando la i think was your last gig before you headed here um your thoughts no i'm excited about this city you know i'm a person i love cities i think new orleans is an incredible community we've got an exciting future ahead of us um, and that's one of the reasons that i came here when you look at the vibrancy the cultural makers that are here the entrepreneurs and the people the, the genuine love of this city and that's what drives me every single day 
Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting in the aftermath of Katrina how hard uh, people fought to come back to their community. And it really uh, it was an example of people's love for the city. I mean, yep. it, it, and you've never, um, you know, it's rare that you get the opportunities to see that kind of phenomenon happen where they express themselves in that fashion, right? No, absolutely. I think there's this fierce protection of the authenticity of this community, you know, making sure that neighborhoods, the integrity, the character remains resilient as part of our, our city. So you've been here, what, roughly two years now? That's right. right? In two weeks, we'll mark my two-year two anniversary. Year? Well, happy anniversary. Thank you very much. <laughs> and in, in the not-too-distant future, they're going to start calling you a New Orleanian for sure. You know, It doesn't take long here. Less than three years, you're in, baby. All right. I've earned my street cred. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, so a lot happening, though, right? I mean, yeah, getting ready for the Super Bowl in right. 2025, and everybody's been trying to regroup and, and kind of re-engineer ourselves in the aftermath of that pandemic that's been a huge disruptor uh, to every community uh, across the world for, you know, in, in that respect. Your thoughts about that? No, I think it's a really exciting opportunity. You know, certainly the Super Bowl is a catalytic activity, but a lot of our work collectively is about the people, the residents, the businesses that are here every single day. And so, you know, from our perspective of the Downtown Development District, we've been so focused on ensuring quality of life. You know, we have to be candid about this. You know, it's really stiff competition in economic development. Suburban markets are performing very well right now. Central business districts all across the country have really have been having to work very hard um, to deal with the effects of COVID. And, we're, you know, when we look at downtown, we've got some great progress, but there's still a lot of work to do as we move ahead. You know, ensuring that our streets are clean, that there's confidence in public safety, that our infrastructure is solid. That's what gives people the confidence to invest, to live here, and continue to visit. The trickle down when it's not working is a far greater impact, right, than it would be in the suburbs as opposed to in the city. Yeah, you know, it's, it's inter interesting, you know, and in this line of work, I always say a city or a downtown is not a gated community. You know, it's a place for all. Um, and there's sometimes there are conflicts and it's managing those conflicts, right. managing the level of service um, that's uh, that a residential community may be expecting or a visitor or an office market. At the end of the day, we all want high quality of life. And, and certainly, you know, we view our work from the from the perspective of the consumer. We have to ensure that downtown is offering a compelling destination, deprive you of every opportunity to say, no, I don't want to visit downtown, or no, maybe I should pack up and move. We have to deliver excellence every single day. A lot of challenges with office market uh, in almost every mm -hmm. city. I mean, I, I read 10 different newspapers across this country every day, and because I think there's value, right? Sure. We're all experiencing the same challenges, and um, where do, what do you see happening here and where do you see this going? Sure. No, I think it's a great issue that, that you bring up. It's one that concerns downtowns all across the country. I would say, you know, New Orleans, we've actually fared pretty well um, yeah. compared to some of our national counterparts where they have a substantial office market. You know, our inventory has actually held steady over the years. And for some, with in certain respect, that was actually our saving grace. When you look at our vacancy rate, we're at about 12.1%. We've been holding steady. And some major markets, the vacancy rate was upwards of 20%. Um, and so I think we're actually, we're doing very well. Would I like to see that number come down? Absolutely. You know, and as an industry, and I think many commercial executives, you know, we have to look at how do we adaptively reuse these, these commercial properties. Um, 
um, there's one piece of legislation that's making its way through Congress called the Office Conversions Act. Uh, essentially, this would be a federal tax credit that mirrors the national uh, federal historic tax credit mm -hmm. by incentivizing the conversion of uh, outdated office buildings. And so, essentially, a developer investor would be able to use that tax credit to convert an office building to, um, let's say, a hotel or an entertainment use or even for residential purposes. Mixed use. Mixed right? use. What I love about the tax credit as well, particularly when you look at cost of living in our community with respect to affordable housing delivery, if a developer uses the tax credit for residential purposes, there's a 20% set aside for affordable housing. That's exactly what we want in downtown. We want a diverse housing stock to support all of our constituents. And the projects that we've had here have been, almost without exception, successful. Absolutely. We continue to see, you know, the investment in downtown. Downtown's residential occupancy rate is about 93%. Um, you know, we perform very well. When you look at the residential growth in downtown in the census 2010 compared to 2020, uh, there's about a 90% increase in residential prop, uh, con residential population. That's great. You know, developers coming in, converting off, uh, office buildings, warehouse spaces. Um, downtowns are in. There's no doubt about it. We've seen that trend over the past 15 years. Empty nesters, millennials, have really been driving that growth. You know, the empty nesters, the kids have finally gone to college. We can take yeah. advantage of all the amenities <laughs> in downtown. We can walk and walk, take right? advantage yeah. of the, the attractions, the restaurants. And then millennials, young professionals want to be in the mix. They want to be in, uh, at the center of all the action, being able to walk to a job. And again, take advantage of those amenities as well. Now, the DDD many years ago decided to take on a number of infrastructure projects kind of on their own right because um, uh, you know i guess and you continued this as well of meeting um, the folks that are in the D in in the district and if you would define the district for us real quick in a second um that that's been i think a game changer for the ddd it is i you know i'm excited that the ddd gets to be a change agent you know a catalytic organization so for any listeners out there that are not very familiar with the ddd that stands for downtown development district essentially we were the nation's first property-based special assessment district and so all of the properties within our legislative boundary pay an extra property tax that funds our operations. So when you go to other downtowns across the country, whether it's Houston or Austin or Washington, D.C., New York, you'll also find similar organizations. Um, our legislative district is comprised of 160 city blocks. The boundaries are the Pontchartrain Expressway, the river. Iberville, and then South Claiborne Avenue. So we do a lot. We do everything from enhanced cleaning, around the clock, 24 hours per day, mm -hmm. seven days a week, even on holidays. I sing the praises of y'all uh, all the time uh, in that regard. It's appreci amazing. Appreciate it. Public safety. We have our, our civilian public safety and uh, rangers who support tourists, extra eyes and ears for the police. Um, we do capital projects. We do marketing of downtown. I'm excited about the capital projects. I know that, you know that's specifically what you brought up. One of the largest initiatives that we're undertaking in collaboration with the city is a new stormwater infrastructure project in downtown mm -hmm. stormwater management certainly new orleans is, is at the front and center of climate change and so we have to be able to show that the community investors that we are able that we are able to bounce back we are resilient your investments are uh, are protected here and so this particular project will involve the the installation of a green infrastructure along 18 blocks within downtown I'm really excited. Design work is nearly completed. So what would that look like? Uh, just think about subsurface um, cells that essentially collect water, allow that water to remain in place uh, until it can drain properly into the into the storm system. We want to get w water away from buildings as quickly as possible. Certainly that's important. We know the cost of insurance, rising insurance costs in our community. Yeah. So whatever we can do to minimize and make it easier for our property owners is important. 
How surprised were you when we had the first rainstorm and you're driving around and you see sandbags in front of uh, doorways to buildings? I, I was, it, was it a mind blower for you? I was, I was certainly surprised to see that. I'm no stranger to that. I've, I've worked in communities that, that have been impacted you know, by stormwater storm disaster. Yeah. Lived, worked in Miami for many, many years. Yeah, so. well, you've seen it then. So, and so that's why it's so important for these infrastructure projects to move forward. Yeah, I mean, it's funny when guests come from out of town, you know, and they, and they, they see the, the stack of uh, sandbags on the side of the doors. What, what's that for? Yeah. Well, and, you know, and that will go away also. Again, it's building confidence. Yeah. Um, um, so that's not a widespread issue, but you do see that no, in you do see it. cases. I just, you know, but it's, it's just something that, that strikes uh, folks as odd. I mean, we just got hit obviously with the storm how'd the ddd fare we actually fared very well very yeah, well yeah. good all right we got to take a break we're visiting uh with devon barber president and ceo of the downtown development district we will be right back after the break folks stay with us celebrate and save at ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys your choice of colors starting at just 3.99 ashley sleep mattresses starting at 250 plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. And that's right, folks. We've been meeting with a bunch of difference makers uh, for sure in in each one of those walks of life. And we're here with Davon Barber, president and CEO of the Downtown Development District. Davon, y'all just issued a a report uh, about, I guess, how things stand in the DDD. That's right. Yeah. One of the things that we do is, you know, measure progress in downtown. And so uh, we produce a quarterly market report that evaluates the performance of the real estate market, labor market, general uh, hospitality market. It's really important for us to understand how we're performing so that we can calibrate accordingly. Maybe we need to adjust policies, programs. And so, you know, we're excited about this report. Um, you know, we're continuing to see, we're, we're continuing to see progress in downtown. Visitation is strong. Certainly this summer was a bit tough in August, particularly with the hot weather. And so making sure that we develop and implement programs to support the hospitality community as well. Um, Diversifying our economy is very, very important. One of the highlights in the report is a a mention of our new bio district strategic plan. And this is something that's very, very important. We understand filling office office spaces, also creating high paying jobs. And so the bio district, I think, presents a unique opportunity for our community. This is a 
collaboration with many of the healthcare institutions, the anchor institutions, the universities in our community. And so we are funding this effort alongside the city of New Orleans, uh, the New Orleans Community Support Foundation. At the end of the day, we'll have a roadmap for how do we look at affordable housing within uh, the bio district? What are some of the employment opportunities? Uh, what incentives do we need to have in place to encourage companies to locate here? How do we foster additional uh, innovation between the universities and the private sector? We want people to see New Orleans as a place not only to play, but also to grow a business. And so we're very excited about that plan. You will see by reading the report again, the office market is holding steady. We still have a lot of work to do. Um, food and beverage continues to drive much of the leasing activity in downtown. Mm -hmm. uh, New Orleans remains a top 10 city for, uh, for entrepreneurship. Really exciting. When you look at the report, you'll actually see that we're ahead of some markets such as Washington, D.C., uh, Houston, again, based on business applications uh, uh, submitted. So a lot of work. I encourage the listeners to visit downtownorlando.com to download that report. Yeah. There's been a lot of talk recently about code enforcement, uh, light remediation, and y'all have taken that sh straight up? Uh, we have. It's such an important issue to economic development, to quality of life. Curb appeal matters, you know, yeah. public sector as well as private I sector. Love, I love the way you put that. So it takes, it's all hands on deck. You know, we view this as, a, a, you know, our approach is really carrot and stick, education, providing resources, but there's also enforcement as well. And so earlier this year, DDD provided funding uh, to fund the uh, code enforcement officer and a dedicated title inspector to manage cases within downtown. It's been such a remarkable progress. Um, we're, we're also making sure that not only is it about enforcement, but education as well. And so we did launch a campaign called Clean Up to Get Down. Um, there was a flyer mailed to every single property owner within downtown, information on major code infractions, property maintenance standards, but also information on all the grant programs available to property owners within downtown. One of our notable programs is our facade improvement grant program. Uh, we provide up to $20,000 for exterior improvements, windows, doors, painting, you name it, as long as it's on the exterior of the property. Uh, I am proud to report that we had a 300% increase wow. in grant awards in the year 2023 compared to 2022. So we see that it's successful and we're going to continue on that effort. And during that process, they come in compliance with all of the code provisions as well. Absolutely, right? absolutely. That's huge. I mean, and, and and I got what's the reaction been of the of the property owners? I, I think people are supportive. You know, code enforcement sometimes can be viewed as political, but right. again, as long as we're in, applying equal enforcement to everyone, sure, um, it matters. Again, providing resources as well. Sometimes it's just education. Someone may not be aware of what the standards are. You know, we're not out to get any. You know, uh, penalize anyone. It's really about elevating and showing pride in our community. We want every tourist when they're walking down the street to say, "Hey, I've got to come back here. This is a beautiful place." We should also recognize that that tourist may also be, you know, a key executive in a major company that's sure. considering moving here. And so every guest is a site selector. So let's make sure we're giving a stellar experience. Every one of them is a potential cheerleader Absolutely. for our community, right? Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining. It's been so great to put a, a, a face to a voice. I mean, not, I know you and I, I think I've talked at least a half a dozen times, and it's so good to get the opportunity to meet you. Uh, thank you for joining us today, and have a great holiday season. Thank you so much. Same to you. All righty. All right. It's Devon Barber, the president and CEO of the Downtown Development District. We'll be right back, folks. Stay with us. Scoot's up next, and he joins us. What do we have coming up, Scoot? Well, let's talk about the uh, the Saints. Uh, they need to do better uh, this weekend, and, uh, I mean, they've got a good chance to do it against the uh, Carolina Panthers. Uh, plus, today is the day that uh, John Lennon was shot um, in 19, 1980, and, we all remember where we were when we heard the news, and so we'll spend some time talking about that this afternoon. All right, and go Jaden Daniels, right?
Yes. <laughs> That'll be announced this weekend. Hope everyone enjoyed today's show. We've been out here at the Chamber Luncheon. It's been great. Have a great weekend. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.